1: Tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you
0: like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. 10,
2: 9, 8, 7, 6,
3: 5. listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris.
2: All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to hour number two of the broadcast. Uh, for those just tuning in, we've got a great guest lined up for us this hour. Super excited to have him with us. His name is Bryce Conway, and he's the founding editor of 10xtravel.com. And uh, it's super interesting. You don't want to miss this hour. This site has been featured on Good Morning America, ABC Nightline, ABC World News. And if you just go to YouTube, don't do this now, but later, go to YouTube and type in his name, Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E, Conway, Bryce Conway. And you'll see he did a TED Talk, which is super interesting about how he's doing this, traveling the world for free. And also um, there was a challenge put to him by ABC News where he actually goes from New York to Fort Lauderdale, eats lunch, (laughs) and flies back. And it's all free because of these travel points, this whole system that he's developed. He's also got some great information on his site about credit repair and fixing your credit and all of that as well, because this is all about using credit card rewards points, so they're kind of intersected, those two topics. And Bryce Conway, uh, welcome to the program for the first time, sir.
4: Thank you so much for having me, James. It's a pleasure to be on here.
2: Hey, call me, Jim, and is it okay if I call you Bryce?
4: It is, yes. All right, very good. That was going to be my first question. Thanks, Jim.
2: (laughs) All right, no worries. Now, we had um, some people on with us a few weeks ago with NextVacay.com.
4: Ah, not it's my friend Naveen, I'm guessing. Yes. And he just nothing.
2: he was really talking so, you know, highly about you. I was like, okay. I said to my producer, whatever that was he said, that other site that he recommends, make sure we get that that site and the people behind that book. So that's that's how we know about you is through him. But Good to know. <laughs> yeah. So I want to know I want you to tell us the story like you did in the TEDx talk about how this whole thing got started of you getting free airfare. I love sure. how you presented that.
4: <laughs> so yeah, give us well, the story. That's as good a place to start as any. Thanks, Jim. So the the story of how I really came into this hobby that is referred to as travel hacking starts in the winter of 2011. Um, it was, I believe it was January. I was a senior. I was attending the Ohio State University And, you know, January, right when everyone comes back from break is when you start talking about spring break plans. So all of my friends are looking at options of going down to Florida or other places along the East Coast that are warm. Uh, Of course, you know, I, I was doing the same. I looked into the prices on these and it was well beyond my budget. I think I had less than $100 in my checking account at the time, you know, pretty typical college experience. My only income was from working as a tour guide on campus. So a lot of these spring break trips were, were beyond my budget, but I was pretty desperate to do something. So I I did what most people do in this day and age. I took out my computer, opened up Google, and I just started running some searches around how to travel for free, how to save money on travel. Um, I was trying to find uh, some of these these opportunities you hear about where you can you know do two days of mission work and they'll cover some of your trip, or you can take pictures for a new site, and get paid for that, and after maybe You even an hour, mentioned
2: uh, like the one where you carry a bag for someone
4: yeah well I mean, I right that's
2: kind of like a little yeah. bit it's like I, what what's in this bag you know maybe right. i'll be arrested when I land depending on what 's in this bag, so you were looking for like one of those kind of quirky like free deals, but that yeah. none of that panned out, but you found another way to do it
4: that's right, yeah, so none of that really worked um. In fact, I could find like no mention of anything that could, that could help save the trip. So I, I gave up, I, you know, I closed my computer kind of frustrated and I was getting ready to call my parents and, and tell them that I'd be coming home for spring break. Um, but at that point I noticed that all of the pop-up ads on my browser were for airline credit cards and almost all of them have the same pitch. it say, open this card, we'll give you 50,000 free points or a free hotel night or a free flight or you know, the things that you normally just look past because you think, oh, that's going to be way too good to be true. There's a trap. Um, but when you're looking for free travel and you're in college and you're trying to find ways to go on spring break, those things just jump right off the page. So I picked one of the cards. It was the Southwest credit card at the time. Uh, I was offering two free flights uh, after you jump through a couple of hoops. So I, I applied for the card. Uh, I was approved on my tour guide salary and being a college student. Um, I you know used it for my normal textbook expenses and such. And Lo and behold, I actually earned two free flights. So I ended up cashing them in to spend the first half of spring break in uh, in Panama City, Florida, then fly from there to Las Vegas for the second half of the week and then Las Vegas home. And I did all that for like the $11 in, in taxes and fees that you pay every time you fly. Um, and I got home and I was like, wow, that was way too easy. You know, I just opened this card, I got these free flights. So, what's going to happen next? I'm, I'm waiting for the bank to call me or like maybe law enforcement to call me. <laughs> like is this like, illegal? Like you know? you've done
2: something illegal because it seemed like too good of a deal. But right. but the the side of it for the banks though, and you you're great how you present this in your TED talk is that they're really setting a trap for you, right? So, they have oh, yeah. a certain amount of money set aside for marketing. And they probably have a deal with the airlines to get those tickets for maybe less than you and I would just pay if we tried to buy them ourselves. And they're using that as like a loss leader because they know now they've sucked you into this high fee, high rate card, and they're going to get their money back 10 times over. That's their plan, right?
4: Precisely. Yeah. They The way that it works with them and the airlines is they actually have contracts to purchase uh, frequent flyer miles from the airlines, they're almost always at about one cent per point. And fun fact, some airlines make more money selling their miles to banks than they do from actually flying. So this is huge business that, that they do together. And, and you're absolutely right, Jim. They use these bonuses in the same way that uh, you know the, the famous drug dealer model, your first hit is free. They, they give you kind of a taste of what you can get with using this card. Uh, you use the points many times in a way that's not very efficient. And then you're going to start spending on that card exclusively because you want to do that again. So that often leads people into the world of lots of fees, credit card debt, interest, you know, all the bad things we hear about credit cards. Um, so that, that's absolutely why they do it. But the, the reason why people like me are able to do what we do is that we are able to get the, the prize out of the trap without getting caught. And by that, I mean, we're able to harvest these sign up bonuses, use them for all kinds of crazy trips while also having a very... Uh, astute knowledge of credit, uh, how credit card debt can really harm you, and staying clear of that at all costs.
2: And you take this really to an Olympic level. So we're we're not talking, folks, about like, okay, he got one card and got two flights, and and wow, that's it. That's the end of the story. This then gets escalated into a level, I, I guess, just say an Olympic level sport, and there are actually people. Like yourself, and I don't know if you even have this, but I've seen, like, online classes where you can go to Udemy and take a class on how to actually get into this whole thing and, and like, get multiple cards over time and actually, I mean, get trips that are – and when we get back from the break, I want to have you give some examples of the trips, but, yeah. but this, is, this is not just like a one-shot, oh, you got a free couple of flights – you you've now taken this like to a level beyond anyone's imagination, isn't that right?
4: Beyond my own imagination, Jim, <laughs> if we're <I'm> being honest.
2: <laughs> and so y- you've taken trips. I-, I saw some of the videos. You- you've taken like uh, trips where it's like. A, a one single seat like a first class ticket to Tokyo I think it was was like thirty or $40,000 something crazy like that and you got that for free so we're going to get into all this after the break and also have him give some examples of his trips that he's taken how this is continuing to work and also what do you have to do you don't just get the card you have to use it and how does it affect your credit we'll be back
3: Call for Closure Protection Services now at 800 667 9035. 800 667 9035. That's 800 667 9035. Tired of being censored by Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Patreon? Well, now you don't have to be. OneWay.com is the free speech and human-friendly social network built just for you. Stop feeding the beast. Every post you make on those evil, anti-human, anti-American perverted sites helps them destroy our families, our country, and our souls. Join OneWay today and take back your liberty. Your free speech alternative is waiting for you at OneWay.com. OneWay.com. Listening to Jim Paris Live.
2: All right, we are back, and I know you're going to want to get to this website. Let me give you the information it is 10xtravel.com. So it's the number 10, 10, then the letter X, and then travel.com. 10xtravel.com. There's a way you can get a lot of information here from the site. There's even a download available of a free book, it's like a 140 page book you can download. Which is all about these strategies, and uh, there's ongoing updated information. There's even information here about credit and credit repair and that sort of thing. And by the way, Bryce, um, Bryce Conway is with us. Bryce, many, many, a large percentage of our listeners grab the show by download. So the biggest response to your site will come like over the next few days, not necessarily sure. tonight. So with all that being said, let me hit you with the big question because a financial person might say, hey, you can't do this because if you start getting a lot of credit cards for the purpose of travel, won't you be destroying your credit score? And you might need good credit to say refinance your house or buy a car or do other things. Aren't you going to ruin your credit by doing this?
4: It's a, it's a good question, Jim, and it's one that we get all the time. Uh, and thankfully, there's, there's actually a mathematical answer to this, and, and that answer is no. So, uh, you know, you, you talk about credit quite a bit. I'm sure that this has been said before. Uh, but your credit score is calculated in ways that we know how it works. You know, 35% of it is your, is your payment history, how often you make payments on time. You could open 100 credit cards tomorrow, and as long as you're either not using them or making the payment on time – every month, that's gonna help that metric. 30% of your credit score, the next one is called credit utilization, that looks at what percentage of your total credit limits are you using. Uh, so so just take your, your bill divided by your total outstanding credit, and you want this to be the lowest percent possible. Well, the best way to do that is to have 100,000, $200,000 available credit. So it helps your score in that regard. The only way that it, it could potentially ding your score short term is Due to the fact that every time you apply for any sort of credit, you get something on your report called a hard inquiry. That will ding your score by approximately two to five points, and that effect will last maybe two to three months. So you have a small short-term ding anytime you open a card, but long-term, that card is going to help you out going forward. One other thing okay. that helps here is that...
2: And the thing is, though, people like most people that have jobs, they can only take... Two weeks a year, or something like that. Right. Uh, so yeah, that it's not like, <laughs> yeah, it's not like they need uh, to get a new card every week to accomplish right. this. So they can kind of do this in a modest way and probably see almost no effect to
4: their credit. Pretty much, and, and it gets easier as you go because if you look at, you know, me at this point, I've been doing this for a number of years. I have probably 150 credit cards showing on my credit report right now. You know, when I apply for credit and I get one hard inquiry, That that's one small data point against, you know, 35 open credit cards, $200,000 available credit. You know, my credit report becomes so massive that little tiny things like that have virtually no impact at all. So the short answer to that question, it, it does not negatively impact your score. In fact, it will impact it positively with the asterisk and disclaimer that provided you're not using these cards to run up debt or develop bad credit habits.
2: Yeah, all good information, and I do have a book up on Amazon on credit, and, and what you're saying is absolutely correct. Uh, I used to own a mortgage company, and most people that came in thought they could never get a mortgage because they had a few late payments years on, years in the past and had no idea that really the issue was they were carrying high balances present day. That was more what was causing the issue than, let's say, that 5-year-old you know, bill they didn't pay or dentist bill that they forgot about or whatever. So we, people generally have the wrong idea about how credit works and all all that you're saying. I agree with 100 percent. Give me a, like a rough scenario because I want to get into later. Like, how do you find the best cards to use and all of that? But to begin with, it's generally anymore, not just that you get a card like I got the Chase Sapphire card a couple of years ago. Um, and then there was a requirement that I had to use it for like $4,000 within 3 months, which was no trouble cuz it's like okay, I'll buy my groceries with this, I'll buy postage with this, everything I buy on in Amazon instead of my debit card, I'll use this. And it, it was easy to spend $4,000 cuz I could use it for everything, gas, whatever, you know, groceries. And then I I used it and then I got free tickets and I've done it over and over again to where, like, I I haven't gotten another card. I just have kind of used it for a lot of things and then gotten a lot of free travel out of it. Hotel rooms, airfare. That first pop, though, was the biggest one because we got, like, immediately two uh, round-trip tickets, and we used that for a trip we had planned. My wife was speaking at a conference in Las Vegas. But then I got so many other points, we got the hotel for the week for free also. But in any case... uh, Yeah, is it always that you have to spend a certain amount, or it, wasn't there a time where if you just got the card, you got the the free two tickets or whatever the two airlines?
4: Yeah, so there was a time like that where you could just open the card and and you make one purchase and you and you earn the bonus. And there are still a small handful of cards that do that, but they're generally less valuable than the ones that require you to spend money. So we call that a minimum spending requirement. It's just a way of credit card companies. Uh, getting you to use that card out of habit. That way, once you earn that bonus, they hope that you continue to do so. But this is where, uh, Jim, we have a secret sauce for this kind of thing. I open up maybe 20 to 30 credit cards a year uh, for the sole purpose of earning bonuses. But if you add up all those minimum spending requirements, you know, 3000 here, 4000 here, I, I don't even come close to spending the amount of money to earn those bonuses, but I'm able to earn them thanks to a concept called manufactured spending. And what manufactured spending is is a number of different ways of essentially buying some sort of cash equivalent and then using that to turn around and pay off your credit card. So let me give you a quick example. Uh, back in the late 2000s, you used to be able to buy $1 U.S. coins directly from the U.S. Mint, and they'd ship them to your house completely free of charge. So what savvy individuals quickly figured out is that you could open a credit card, say the Chase Sapphire, that requires you to spend $4,000 during the bonus. You could take that credit card, go on the U.S. Mint website, buy $4,000 of U.S. $1 coins. They'd ship them to your house. You know, hopefully no one steals your packages that day. <laughs> um, but you just drive those things right down to the bank, deposit them, and pay your credit card. And in, you know, three business days, you've quote-unquote spent $4,000. When in reality, you haven't actually spent any money out of your own pocket.
2: That is fascinating because that way you're you're like spending, but you're really not. It's It almost sounds like money laundering, but it sounds like it's totally legal
4: legal. money laundering. Well, yeah, yeah. it's the same idea as money laundering, just without the criminal intent. And the Um,
2: the bank's like, wait a minute. How do you have four thousand of these coins? Yeah, well, say, well, you know what? I was going to be a collector and I bought these and I decided not to. And now here they are. And I want to deposit these. So get get the manager out here with a wheelbarrow to take my four thousand one dollar coins
4: yeah so the the methods change you know that you can't buy us one dollar coins with a credit card anymore probably thanks a lot to people like me um but there, there's always something you know there there's ways where you can go into you know any grocery store and pharmacy you can buy those visa gift cards that your grandmother gets you for your birthday you can take those to a, a bill pay site and then pay that back to your credit card and you know the methods change the strategy doesn't but that's that's how we're able to
2: okay we'll talk some more about those also but also just that every we all have to buy stuff like we're all buying groceries yeah. we're buying gas we're buying you know uh dinners out all of those things i mean for a lot of families that easy to charge up say four thousand dollars over three months all right more on this when we come back don't miss it how to travel for free we'll be back
3: Now there's a proven powerful
5: anti-inflammatory that absorbs 40 times better. Yes, Curcumin Plus from One Planet Nutrition contains smaller particle size that allows absorption over 40 times better into your bloodstream. NanoCurcumin Plus may also help reduce pain and inflammation, detoxify and help against heart disease and diabetes. Curcumin Plus is now on sale at OnePlanetNutrition.com. Use promo code GCN for your special discount at OnePlanetNutrition.com. The next generation of nutritional supplementation.
1: Eating, working, living pain-free. These are things many of us take for granted. But for many adults with disabilities who are elderly or have serious medical issues, dental care is simply unaffordable. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to just see one of the many patients in need. You can literally change a life. When you volunteer with DLN's donated dental services program to C1, you treat a pre-qualified patient in your office at your convenience. We handle the details so you can focus on the care. Lack of dental care can lead to the inability to have life-saving surgery, eat or contribute to our community. If you are a dentist or know a dentist, please share this message. Will you see one? Visit oneorg to help change one life in your community today.
2: Message
6: and data rates may apply.
1: Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the
3: right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it! Instead, remember this, text BEST55 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast Brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text BEST55 to 443443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text BEST55 to 443, 443 That's B-E-S-T 55 to 443, 443. To Jim Paris live.
2: All right, we are back. His name is Bryce Conway. He's the founding editor of 10xtravel.com. That's the number 10, the letter X, travel. 10xtravel.com. He's also the author of Takeoff, How to Travel the World for Next to Nothing. And that book you can get for free. It's um, a download version. And all you have to do is go to 10xtravel.com. You'll see it there where you can add your name to the email list. You can then get the book. It's about a 140-page book. He also has for sale a book on how to fix your credit, which is very interesting as well. We're talking about how he gets free travel. He's been featured on ABC Nightline, Good Morning America, ABC World News. Go to YouTube and put in his name, Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E Conway, Bryce Conway, and you'll see some you know great videos of some of these reports where they are actually taking him on challenges to see how he actually does this. So a lot of this is about free travel, using credit card rewards points. And Bryce, this is not, you can use these points, right, for more than just the airfare. You can use it for the, uh, for the uh, hotel. You can also use it for other things as well, like uh, different uh, tours and experiences. It's almost like its own currency, isn't it?
4: Yeah, and, and that's a great observation, Jim, because that's the analogy that I always tell people. The the different types of points are almost like different types of financial accounts. You have, you know, your 401K is for retirement. Your health savings account is for healthcare care expenses. You know, the you know, points are the same way. There's certain ones that are best for airfare, certain ones hotels, some that do a little bit of both. But the best uh, strategy is to get as many different types as you can so you have the right tool for the job.
2: Now, do most of the people that follow you and use your strategy – Are they just trying to like maybe take care of the family vacation each year? Or do you have a lot of people that are actually taking it to the level that you are, which is getting like multiple free trips a year?
4: Uh, That's a great question. Most of them fall into that first bucket where they have like a specific trip in mind. They're they're just trying to cover that first one. But it's definitely a, a graduation process. Nobody shows up on day one and says, all right, I want to take it to the extreme right now. They all start with, I want to take my family to Disneyland or I want to take a spring break trip to Los Angeles. And then once they kind of jump through those first few hoops, they're like, Wow, that was really easy. Let's see if we can do Paris or Hawaii or kind of up it. And then before they know it, they're they're full on addicted to the to the free travel.
2: <laughs> all right. Now tell us where where do you get the list of the best credit cards to go with? Because there's so many of these offers and I'm sure that there are some that are better than others. They're not all just as good as as each other. So how do you determine which cards to go after? And maybe, like, do you have to consider what your credit score is based on which cards might take you or not?
4: Yeah, so so I put together a list every month that based on the updated offers of what I think are the best cards out there, and I rank them. And I, I do that based on, how I see their value, having used the points, and also really knowing the tips and tricks of how they're best used. So uh, in terms of the credit score piece, there's not as much variety as you would think. When it comes to travel credit cards, they all kind of are on the upper end of the credit score spectrum. I would say you'd need like maybe 685 at, at a minimum to consider applying for these cards, ideally above a 700.
2: And somebody is emailing me here. They're asking, can you use uh, balance transfers? Can you like move an existing balance to one of these cards and get these bonuses?
4: Unfortunately, you cannot. Those, those don't count toward the minimum spent. But I, and we get that question all the time. And, and my response is always the same. I would say if you're, if you're asking about or considering using a balance transfer, definitely take care of that balance first before jumping into the world of credit card rewards.
2: And part of this is is like what you're doing, I'm fascinated with because I imagine that some of what you're doing on your site is like affiliate marketing, and we have a lot of people that listen who are, you know, uh, people trying to get online businesses going and those sort of things. Like I noticed when I was just in Ecuador, I just flew back from Ecuador. I've got jet lag, <laughs> but I'm here. I just got back from <laughs> South America and I was in an Airbnb beautiful apartment in downtown Cuenca, Ecuador, like right by the by the beautiful new church and the park and all that. So it was only like 300 bucks for a week in this incredible uh, apartment because it's so cheap there. But one of the things I noticed when I was in my Airbnb account, it was like after like this is I don't know how many trips I've used Airbnb, maybe like 10 times in the last year. But now they're like offering me like 90 bucks or something if I refer people like if I give yeah. that one referral, I'll get like 90 bucks towards my next Airbnb. So a lot of these things you're doing for someone that wanted to maybe learn this and maybe start their own little website. Is, is there a lot of referral fees you can make by learning this and then like sharing it with all your friends and people on Facebook that you know?
4: There is. Yeah. So, and in, in for my business, um over 85% of our revenue comes from credit card affiliate relationships so we get a lot of people that will email me they'll be like hey aren't you worried that the banks are going to find your website and and like come after you and I'm like no because they pay me you know that they are well aware of the website <laughs> they're in
2: business with you right yeah
4: you know and you mentioned earlier the ebook is free almost all of the services that that me and my staff offer are completely free of charge to the our our readers be, because of that relationship the banks pay us. So, um, it's a hard one to get set up um because unlike the kind of the Airbnbs or the, or the refer your, your credit card personally, like relationships out there, you have to hit a minimum threshold to be able to qualify for these types of relationships. But once you do, uh, it can be quite lucrative if you know what you're doing. So,
2: and a lot of them just have sort of informal things. I think like chase Sapphire has been sending me, Emails like if I refer a friend, I get so many points. Yeah.
4: And, and Ten thousand on that one. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. And then there's also um, there's a lot of these like swag bucks, uh, which mm-hmm. you can use those points for travel. Uh, they there's something where because I'm part of that, I can put a link in, and I, I haven't you know really implemented a lot of this. But there are there's a lot of different ways that people can do this. Now, forgive me for this analogy, but people are going to say, <laughs> okay, so why are the banks not mad at him? Well, the banks aren't mad at you because I think you're kind of like the guy who writes the book on how to beat the casino. And maybe you have a class (laughs) on how to beat the casino and the casinos don't care that you're doing that because they still believe in their heart of hearts that people are going to come in and still they're going to win. Because in the end, people tend to not be good gamblers. They tend to not win in the casino and I bet you these banks still think, well, you know Bryce can tell people how to do this, and he can be the guy that's like flying to Tokyo for free and all this, but we know that once the average <laughs> person gets our card, we're gonna win. That's at least their proposition, is it not they They still believe that now that doesn't mean that we are trapped into that. We can still be the guy that says, "Nope, I'm just going to get the free thing." And I'm not gonna be the one that's paying twenty four percent a year. But isn't that kind of what they're thinking is still?
4: Absolutely, Jim. Spot on again with the analogy, that's I use the exact same one when people ask how that works. I say I, I teach people how to count cards. The casino knows that most of them statistically are going to still lose money. Um and that's why they, they back me.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah. So so give me some examples. What was the Tokyo one that I, it, it was like this ridiculous cause this is not just free flights. You can get yourself upgraded. So tell, oh, wasn't yeah. it Tokyo was the one I mm-hmm. saw where you upgraded yourself to some like insane, what would have been like, uh, what would the fare have been? And you got it for free.
4: Yeah. So, so I just booked that one. I haven't actually taken the trip yet, but so I'm going to Tokyo with my wife in October. We're flying first class on all Nippon airways and a and a, uh, and it would have been a forty thousand dollar ticket. How we purchase these with cash? So uh, we have like our own little cubicles on board, full live flat bed with a mattress. <laughs> they they serve. I, I'm I'm a, a big whiskey fan, Jim, and they, they serve Hibiki uh, uh, twenty year on board, which is five hundred dollars a bottle. On the ground, it's it's unlimited. Up in the sky, five course meal, caviar. It's just. You know, it's the best line. And you're
2: like in your own enclosed, like uh, a sleeping car on a train maybe would be. I am. Yeah. That's incredible.
4: All right. It's easier than you think. We'll show you how after the break.
2: (laughs) Our final segment uh, after this break, we'll get into the final details of how you get started with all this. The website, 10xtravel.com. We'll have more for you. Don't miss it. We'll be back. Hello, everybody. This is radio talk show host Jim Paris for free survival com. If you're a survival buff like me and like to try out the latest survival gear and gadgets, then you're going to absolutely love freesurvivalgifts.com. At freesurvivalgifts.com, you will find a wide array of survival gear, books, and videos that are all 100% free. That's right, just pay your own shipping. Now, I know you're asking, why is all of this survival gear free? Well, the company's offering this gear are doing so as a way to promote their brand and introduce new products. Check it out today, freesurvivalgifts.com. Pick up one or more free survival items for you and your family. That website again is freesurvivalgifts.com. Check it out, freesurvivalgifts.com.
1: You have been lied to generation after generation, time after time after time. If you follow the money, then you understand why America's in the condition it's in.
0: You, know, you created the Star Reserve in 1913 through lies. You create 9-11. Through 9-11, you, then you're fighting a war on terror. And now all of a sudden you go into Iraq, which was another lie.
5: This
1: book will open people's eyes. throw it now at yeah, KillingUncleSamBook.com.
5: KillingUncleSamBook.com.
3: are listening to Jim Paris Live.
2: All right, we are back. Our final segment. This is so fascinating. I know that uh, many of you are taking notes feverishly, trying to get everything you can get out of this. But the cool thing is, there's a book that kind of explains this step-by-step, and you can get it for free by going to his website, 10xtravel.com. 10xtravel.com. Okay, so Bryce, give us um like... The, the blueprint here. So, what's what are some of the first steps that people make that want to start doing this? Um, I mean, obviously, I think step one might be to know what your credit score is. Is is that right? Take it from there.
4: Yep, it is. Yeah. So, uh, the, the first step is to get what I call to to credit baseline. You got to have a credit score that the cutoff we have is seven hundred. We can we can work with slightly lower than that, but you want to try to get your credit score to seven hundred and be out of all credit card debt. At that point, we can start to work with earning the points. And the first step to doing that is to open your first travel Awards credit card. There's a number of different options that are available that are better for some people or others. But in general, the best one to start with is called the Chase Sapphire Preferred. I think, Jim, that's the one you said you have yourself. That right. Is and wasn't there, is,
2: the Isn't there another Chase card that is yep. even better than that?
4: There is, yeah. Chase Sapphire Reserve is the new version of that. It's it's four hundred and fifty dollar a year fee, tons of bells and whistles. It's a fantastic option. What I find is that when I come out right away to folks who are new, and I'm like, all right, you want to open this card that's got a four hundred and fifty dollar fee, like you're crazy, man. Get out of here. So we usually recommend the Chase Sapphire Preferred to start, which is a very similar value, has a few of the the lesser shiny perks like lounge access and such. Um, either one of those cards and you're great. So so, so the reason those, why
2: the reason why you would say, I'm just guessing a $450 annual fee would be worth it is because there's some big giant payoff for that fee. Uh, I mean, are you able to get even more free tickets with that card than you would I, otherwise?
4: Absolutely, yeah. And and the, the, first of all, they, they end up giving you $300 of that back in the form of travel credits that are completely automatic. So if you use your Sapphire Reserve card to... Take a a twelve dollar Uber and book an eighty seven dollar hotel room and a you know one hundred and fifty dollar airline ticket. All of these charges will be reimbursed every single year until you hit your three hundred dollar limit. Okay. So they say four hundred fifty dollar fee, but you're really looking at 150 hundred and fifty. Okay. So it's really only one
2: hundred and fifty because of that. Right. And then what are some of the other features that make it sort of a turbocharged version of the other Chase card?
4: I think the, the best feature that it has is it gives you membership in something called Priority Pass, which gives you access to more than 900 airport lounges around the world. So, you know, while your, your friends are sitting at the gate or going to the, the Chili's to go and paying $15 for a baked potato, you can walk into an airport lounge absolutely free of charge where there's often, you know, an open bar with a, a buffet of food, fast Wi-Fi, quiet areas. You can have your own private office. You know those, like I said, nine hundred of them around the world. So virtually any airport you're at, there's going to be somewhere for you to go like that. So you visit those maybe two or three times in a year. I think that alone covers the fee difference.
2: Very good, very good. So so that card is worth it. So but you have the updated list of all the cards that people can go uh, and apply for. And in the book, do you get into like, okay, I go there. How do I pick the best one for me? And then what happens? If I get turned down, how many do I apply for at once? These are the kind of questions I'm sure people
4: have. Absolutely, yeah. We we really break it out into a science. It's a total system of here's exactly how many cards to pick and when. Here are the ones you want to look at. And, of course, you're not doing it on your own. I have six people on staff who, as I mentioned, you won't pay them a dime for any of their services, but they're always there to help you with which card is best, how do I use my points, or even giving just non point related travel recommendations, like, Hey, I'm going to be in Tokyo. What neighborhood should I stay in? One of the perks of having done this for a while and having a staff that's done the same is, collectively, we've been everywhere. We've tried everything. So we can tell you our favorite stuff, um, just, you know, from what we've done.
2: And some of these cards do have some pretty neat features. Like some of these will have certain amount of like travel insurance and other things that you might otherwise have to pay for out of pocket. If you didn't have these cards, isn't that right?
4: Oh, absolutely. The the travel insurance one is, is always the first one I mentioned. And the Chase Sapphire Reserve probably has the best coverage. Uh, let me ask you this, Jim. Have you ever been in a scenario where you're flying somewhere and your flight gets delayed by more than six hours or for an overnight stay?
2: Yes, absolutely.
4: Right. I've never heard someone say no to that. It's happened to everyone. Yeah. Um,
2: not recently, but it's happened.
4: Yeah. It happens to me maybe a couple times a year. And what happens is If you're in that scenario and you use your Chase Sapphire Reserve to pay for some or all of the trip, Chase will give you up to $500 in credits to cover hotel rooms, dining, ground transportation, et cetera. So uh, for my wife and I, we actually look forward to this happening. You know, We're coming home from Europe. We get laid over in New York overnight because of snowstorm. We're excited. I'm going to book a hotel in Manhattan. We're going to go to a steak dinner because we get $500 bucks each. That's That's like a little vacation right there.
2: Yeah, that's that's like a cool side benefit. And also, many of these cards have other perks as well, like you might get a discount on a theme park or mm-hmm. maybe admission to museums for free. All of these things are also side benefits, regardless of how much of a balance that you've carried or whether you've used it uh, for the minimum spending. Um, what is what is kind of the minimum that generally, and I know there, it's going to vary, but... When you get one of these cards, they usually give you like, what, three or four months? And there's a typical amount that they want you to spend on the card. What is that figure?
4: Yeah, over 75% of them are $3,000 spend in three months. So it's always right around that threshold. So about $1,000 a month. So as you mentioned, Jim, for, for, for many folks that I talk to, if you move all of your expenses over there, your Amazon, your groceries, your gas, you know, they can often do that organically or get very close. Well, you, um, can pay, I, like,
2: you can pay even, I think, your utilities on a credit card now.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, and there's a, there's a website called Plastic.com, P-L-A-S-T-I-Q, and you can uh, use their service to pay almost any bill, like mortgages and such, for about a 2.3% fee. So if you're $1,000 short and you want to put $1,000 of your mortgage payment on a credit card, you can do that for a $23 fee.
2: Someone's emailing here. They want to know about buying points that are you ever in a scenario where you have a certain amount of points and you just buy the remaining points you need for what you're trying to do?
4: Yeah. So I've only done that once uh, because it's the scenario you mentioned. So in the vast majority of cases, buying points is a bad move. You're, you'll get an email that says, oh, you point sale. It's 30% off on points. You're, you're still getting ripped off. The, the only way, the only reason you ever want to buy points is if you're Looking at a trip, and you need sixty thousand to book it. You have fifty seven thousand. You know you want to buy that three thousand to be able to book the whole trip, but just buying them for speculative purposes is is always a bad move.
2: Okay, so here's another email. So they want to know after the bonus, you know, after the like I'll use Chase Sapphire. So after like I've spent my my four grand, and I get the tickets um are they they're asking do you then get rid of that card and then you go to another card or yep. is there a reason to keep that card like in my case i just kept it and i you know you know i use it then i pay it all off and you know i've done that i don't know how many times mm-hmm. and i still get something every time i use it And some i think in some cases like if i use it for a restaurant i get like double the points or travel yeah, i get double the one. points yeah, but is, um, is it worth keeping any of these, or do you are you always just recycling to the next one?
4: Yeah, that's a great question. So I keep a small amount of them, and the Chase Sapphire is one that I keep forever, but for for almost all the other cards, I open it, I earn the bonus, I set a reminder to close it 11 months later so that I don't have to pay the annual fee, and the reason <laughs> I do that is because almost all of these banks will let you get that card and bonus again after about... 18 to 24 months, which, which makes this entire process endless. You know, I've had most major credit cards in the United States five to seven times at this point.
2: Well, that answers the next question. Someone's emailing here asking about being blacklisted. And I guess we use our, our analogy of the casino. Again, there are some people that are so good. They don't, they get locked out of the casinos. You can be kicked out of the casinos if they feel like you're quote unquote cheating by using a system that's working can you ever get blacklisted? Like, like in your case, okay, it's Bryce Conway. Be sure that we don't <laughs> let him have the card again because we know what he's up to.
4: Yeah, so, so the short answer, you can be blacklisted, but not for things that the average person will do. Like one quick example, back when the U.S. coins thing was going on, you know, I'm buying $4,000, $5,000 of coins to hit a, a minimum spend. There are people doing $200,000 of coins in a month. So Wasn't there the bank- an
2: article you referred to of a guy that did like $4 million
4: yeah. in those coins? Right. Yeah. So if you do things like that where it's like, okay, the bank knows your income from an application. Let's say you list your income <laughs> at 50000 but you cycled 200000 through your card in a month. Clearly, something is up. Um, so yeah, yeah. You might
2: just go to jail because they're suspicious of you. Like all of well, a sudden, agents yeah. bust down your door <laughs> and they're like, where are the $4 million You know, $1 coins, the $4 million, $1 coins. We know you're up to something. Exactly, Uh, Kind (laughs) of like what they do with Bitcoin people. Hey, it's been a fun interview. Bryce Conway, his website, 10xtravel.com. That's 10, the letter X, travel.com. Get his free book and learn how to travel for free. If it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. We'll talk to you next time.